you can't look at it and just be like, oh my God, to just sell everything, pick up and move to Hawaii. That sounds overwhelming. I don't know how I would ever do that. Well, you can. And we did. And other people are. It's just putting it, putting a little plan together, just step by step. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hello, folks, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Life's a Trip podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan Tripp, joined by my sweet wife and the other co-host, Shannon Tripp. Shannon, honey, babe, cookie, Tootsie Roll, Tootsie Pop. (laughs) You know what you always, you know what you always call me that I actually like? (laughs) What's, What's the most common nickname? What's the most common thing you call me? Like if I was in Uh, the other room and you were- no. I love with an English accent. No. Um, I, I don't know. You really put me on the spot here. Let's see. Hey, babe, I think babe is the go-to. Um, angel, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot. Now I'm so confused. Oh, that's um, hilarious. Oh, I forgot. But you know what? By the end of this podcast, I'm going to remember it. Because every time you call, you call, you you call me all the time, and it's something really cute and kind of funny. If someone else like didn't know us and you called me, it, I'm I'm gonna have to remember it. Oh, that's anyway, so funny. all right, folks. Well, we're very excited about today's episode. We're gonna talk about and share some things that come up a lot in this online community from other families and other parents uh, who have followed our journey and and who have some of you have done the same thing or some some want to do something similar because at the end of the day we have to find our happiness and that doesn't look the same for everybody but we want to dive into and talk about something that's been at the core of what we've been doing over the last 5 years as we've been raising our kids and navigating life and so I'm fired up. I'm fired up to get into this and we've got some good stuff to share. And Shannon, as always, is going to be dropping some just total nuggets of wisdom. And um, so, Shani, should we get right into it? I'm ready. I'm ready. We want to talk about pursuing your happiness, what that looks like for all of us. Because like, you know, like I said, it's going to be different for all of us, but this light, like I think about this all the time. And you actually shared something with me this morning about, I I can't even remember who it was from, but I think often about me sitting on a bed when I'm 90 years old and thinking back to my life. Am I going to wish I would have done this or wish I would have done that or wish I would have worried less or wish I would have loved more, wish I would have served more, wish I would have changed, not been so afraid of change or, you know, like 
what are we actually going to wish that we did? And I think that that's such a healthy exercise for all of us to just like, okay, zoom out, zoom out of our, our lives right now where it's so important that our floors get clean today, or it's so important that, you know, like we just make these things that really aren't that important, be so important in our days and take our energy and our capacity from other things that could just fill us with so much joy. And I'm not saying those things aren't important, but I just feel like that's such a useful practice to be like, what will I wish I would have done today? Look at that. Right out of the gates, within the first couple minutes of the episode today, you are getting some tactical, actionable advice from the one and only Canon Trip. And I think that's true. If you're feeling stuck or you just don't feel like you're getting where you want to go, or you're not quite sure, or you're scared, like just go for a walk. I know it's much colder in Utah right now than it is in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, Going yeah. Out for Easy a walk for right you now. To say, go for a walk Where, in the snow. Wherever you are, go <laughs> do it on a treadmill. It you know indoors if you need to, but go for a walk. Put in your AirPods. Put on a little Enya, little Kenny G, and just ponder for just even five minutes. Just reflect and meditate on you're 90 years old, like you said. I don't know if I want to live to be 90, to be honest, but that's beside the point. You're 90 years old and you're looking back and you're thinking, what, what would I have done differently? And that is such a great exercise. And so, and so Shannon, you talked about this morning, we were talking about Steve Jobs because I, I saw a little video clip popped up where they were taking some of the things that Steve Jobs said on his, his deathbed. And I want to get into that a little bit later because I think there's some real awesome things to come out of that. But yes, that's the whole idea is that you're, you're living life now, you're living it the way that you want, not the way someone else is telling you to live it, not the way that society or some other organization is, is telling you have to do it. But, you know, we all have been there. We, we all have been in that spot where you're like, kind of going through the motions. I'm kind of doing the things that I think are good things, but I'm not 100% fulfilled or you know, gosh, I would sure love to live in a different place or have a different house or have a different job or, you know, have another kid. And so we're all trying to figure out this thing together. And it's different for everybody, right? We were talking about that, Shan, like, for us, we both, and fortunately, we were aligned as a married couple. But we both felt like, five years ago, let's, let's leave Utah and leave family and leave safety and security. And let's go to Hawaii. So if there's if there's well, some new but, listeners, but why did we? But why did we feel like that? I think that's the point. Is like we had such a great situation. We were by family. We were, um, you know, safety, security, all of this stuff. Like you talk about being comfortable and safe, and like living out what my dream was as a child. We were in it. But for whatever reason, but it was cold. That's the answer. It was cold. It was twenty <laughs> degrees. It was snowing. We don't ski. We don't snowboard. So the island sounded great. I mean, that definitely was probably part of it. But I think there was a part of us that was like, we literally looked at each other on the, I remember on sitting on our bed and we looked at each other and I was like, I just want to be more challenged. I want to grow more in life and I want to be more pushed and I want to become closer as a family and just like get out of the noise and prioritize us. 
and just see what can happen. And then that just opened, you know, then we did it. We did it. We sold everything. We moved to Hawaii and it just opened doors you and I could have never even imagined on our own. So. And isn't it funny? I think about you talk all the time about this. I would say there's not a week that goes by where we don't talk about Enneagram personality types. And so you're the number three, you're the achiever and you want to achieve and you want to be challenged. And I'm the number nine, I'm the peacemaker, but I'm also a seven, which is adventuring and just having a fun time and experiencing new things. And so I think it was a combination of both. It was like, okay, life's pretty good. It's pretty comfortable. But as we thought about you and I both working in healthcare, working nine to five jobs, raising the kids, going to church, going to sports, going to, you know, your parents' house on Sundays for dinner, you know, seeing the family, all of that was great. We didn't feel like we needed to run away from that situation to seek a better life necessarily. But we both, I think, just looked ahead and we thought like, okay, so is this what the next 20 years looks like? And I think we just started to visualize a plan where we were like, hey, you know what? We, we just kind of dreamed a little. Like, hey, you know what would be kind of cool that would be scary and cool and a challenge, but fun and exciting and, you know, something that the kids can talk about for the rest of their life? What if we moved to Hawaii? And so it started as that idea. And then, and then we started to put the plan together. And that's when the magic happened. Yeah. I think, you know, when we're kids, I watch our kids play and, and just, they have such a, clear vision, you know, of what they want to do and what they want to be. And and whether it's imaginary play of that day or whether it's like what I want to do when I grow up, it's just like they, they just live in this world of fantasy, you know, and dreaming and having like these, these visions for themselves. And I think sometimes we lose that as adults. We kind of are like, ah, oh, my dreams, like it's just too late, or I'm just, you know, it's not for me, or it's, I just, I mean, I hear that all the time. Like, it's just not in the cards for me. You know, I come from this or I am this way or whatever. And I just really, I just really want to hold on to that part of all of us that we have inside to keep dreaming and to not lose sight on, on this vision that makes us really, really excited and really happy. I think we should all be looking forward to something in life and we should all be going down this path this clear path on a way to our vision that we want that like we make for ourselves. You know, it's interesting because you hear that so much growing up, like, you know, you can be anything you want and hang on to your dreams. And I always wanted to be an NBA basketball player when I was a kid. Did you know you wanted to be when you were a kid? I just wanted to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> and you are, so you're living your dream. <laughs> That's what I wanted and to now... be. I just wanted lots and lots of children. <laughs> <laughs> and now I want to be on the senior PGA tour. But I, I think when you say dream, it doesn't even have to be this big elaborate dream. I guess I just want to like pump the brakes a little bit. The the thing that we've shared a lot and that we've talked about with other families that we've met in our journeys that have done a similar thing like we have that you kind of just get up and move and take some risks. You, you just... I don't know. There's a piece of you that just is uh, is willing to take a little bit of a risk, but it's a calculated risk. And we've, we've talked about this before. So I guess to get to be a little more like 
in the weeds tactical about it. Um, there were definitely some things that we have had to do over the years to get into that mode of being willing to create the lifestyle that we want to create. And some of those things include just kind of mapping out like the financial piece, right? I think, I, I think that the reason that a lot of us, as we get to be adults, kind of maybe give up on some of our ideas and our dreams is because reality just kind of smacks you in the face, right? Well, I have a mortgage and the kids are in school and the kids need snow clothes and we need some food and we want to go on this trip that we've been saving for. And so we have all these responsibilities and demands and things that are are good things. And we have we have callings in church and we have things that we want to do in our neighborhood. So there's all these great things. And sometimes it's just hard to, it's just kind of hard to see the forest through the the trees and, and to make sense. But again, go back to what you said earlier about just clearing your mind and visualizing things a little bit. You can start to kind of plot out this plan where you're like, okay, well, what if we did adjust our finances a little bit to where maybe we don't have to work so hard or we can take a remote job. I mean, that we've shared this, but that was the thing that allowed us to go to Hawaii, right? You quit your job as a nurse, but you started sharing more things online. And so there was a little revenue that was being generated as kind of this side hustle online. I was in sales and able to ask my boss if I was able to work remotely in Hawaii. And so by putting a few of those things in place, we started to craft a, a lifestyle where we could move around. And I think you see more and more people doing that. So again, I, I just feel like if you're feeling stuck or you're wanting to pursue something, what what I want to express and what we want to give you is like, yeah, there's a way to map that out and to do that. You can't look at it and just be like, oh my God, to just sell everything, pick up and move to Hawaii. That sounds overwhelming. I don't know how I would ever do that. Well, you can. And we did. And other people are. It's just putting it, putting a little plan together, just step by step. Yeah. I I look back on those days where we were making those decisions and they felt so big and so scary. And kind of like, how do we do this? You know, we're just two small town kids with not a lot of money. And so how do like this this feels really exciting to us. It feels we we've prayed a lot about it. We feel at peace about it. Like how could we possibly feel at peace with such a crazy idea. But we sometimes, you know, I think what we've learned, if we've learned anything is that God's plans are always bigger and better than our own. And when we lean into that and just live our life, um, I guess, like with his guidance, it's, it's a lot easier to make decisions. Things don't feel as big and scary because you start to realize well, it always feels bigger and scary than it actually is to do it. So it just feels a little bit more doable, even when it's bizarre. I mean, we just took our five kids to Europe. And if you would have told me that I would take my five young kids to Europe years ago, I would have been like, well, first, I probably never am going to make it to Europe because I, I didn't grow up traveling. I don't know how I would afford to do that. And second, like, are you crazy? I'm not going to bring my five small kids. What if something happens? What if, you know, and then you just, you just do, you just do things and then things just get easier. You just make one decision. The next decision gets easier. And that's kind of where we found ourselves right now. And we, we probably tend to overthink things. 
like we can quickly talk ourselves out and stuff. Right. And, and we've talked to other families where it's like, Oh, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't take my family on this trip. It would be too expensive or, you know, it would be, it would be hard to travel with the kids and, and we can quickly talk ourselves out of stuff or, Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would, would dare quit this job and then like try that new thing. It probably wouldn't work out. So sometimes we just have to <laughs> quit thinking so much and actually just jump. Right. And I think that was our attitude as we've moved around and when we were in Hawaii and as we've been in Puerto Rico and now as we're getting more established back in Utah, it's like, those are the things that we have a long-term plan. And those are the things that feel right for our family and through prayer. And as we talk together as a married couple, um, and it's just, you know, recognizing that we're in control of our lives and we're the ones that can pick and choose our happiness and what we want for our family and what our goals are. And once those things are aligned and you have a plan, then then you go for it. And that sometimes can be the scariest part is actually just jumping and going for it. But you've done the research, you've done the homework, you've talked about it, you've prayed about it. And now it's time to actually just execute and take action. And that's, I think, where yeah. sometimes we can get stuck and be a little bit paralyzed, like, oh, this is scary. Yeah, for sure. And right now we have that that big decision of, you know, we've lived, we lived in Hawaii for a couple of years. We lived in Puerto Rico for a few years. And now our kids are getting older and have these desires to um, be on, just have opportunities that they don't have in Puerto Rico, whether it be sports teams or different friends and be around cousins and they're, they're getting to the age where that's becoming more and more important to them. And so as parents, we, we want to listen to that and we want to lean into the next, the next thing that just feels right. Even if it doesn't make a ton of sense, or if it makes a lot of sense, it just feels like the next best thing to do. And I think, um, kind of having that, that big picture in mind, but focusing most on what's right in front of you is probably the uh, best way we've learned to make decisions. Yeah. And again, I, I just, I don't know. I keep coming back to this, that there's certain things to, to put in place that give you that flexibility and that freedom. And, and I recognize that like we've, we've been very blessed, but we've been able to, to find a way. And we followed the example of others that have, have kind of mentored us into finding a way of, okay, well, I could, I could live here and kind of operate my family and my business out of this location, but then, okay, maybe it's time to be in this location and be involved in these things. And maybe there's a season to be in school versus in homeschool. And maybe there's, we're going to lean into this business opportunity, or maybe it's time to go back and try this job. So I don't know. That's not for everybody. I know that's the scary thing. But as we, as you and I wanted to start this podcast and share more of our journey and our experience and just try to be, you know, try to relate and share what it is to be a parent and an adult and just suck the nectar out of life and make the most of it and just have a great experience here on earth and with the people that we love. It's not a one size fits all, but I don't think we see it as like, whatever you do, you do that for 50 years. That feels like what my grandparents did, where they worked for the same company for 50 years, and then they retired, and and their health was bad, and then they weren't able to really do anything that they wanted to do. Like Life is happening today, and it's happening right now. And so let's make the most of what makes us happy now. And that happiness looks different 
for everybody. It looks different for your parents than it does for us. It looks different for a teenager than it does for the next person. And so just identifying that, putting together a plan to move towards that. And just that's what kind of gets you excited and gets you up out of bed is working towards those goals and and working towards achieving that life that you that you want to. And I just I think we're we're feeling that with our family that we're making some big changes right now. And we've been doing that over the last handful of years. And it it actually gets easier as you go too, right? If you've been stuck for a long time, it definitely is like a muscle that that you exercise and it gets easier and you get stronger through it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say is like, you just, you make one hard decision and the next one feels less hard and the next one feels less hard and the next one. And I think, I don't know how to best articulate this, but I think um, some people, you know, they're really scared of change. And I can, I can empathize with that. Sometimes change is really scary, but I think the scariest thing is never changing, you know, because then how are you ever going to know people are like, well, what's the right or the wrong decision? I believe there's sometimes there's not a right or wrong decision because either way, when you make a choice, it's going to lead you to your best decision. You know, like say you made a bad decision. It's not the wrong decision. It might not have been the best decision. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like, totally. This is all very the, confusing, the, but the biggest risk might be taking no risk at all. Cause we all have to make that. We all make those choices. And if you're choosing not to, it just, it, it goes into every aspect of our life. If you're choosing not to move and exercise, then you're, you're, you know, choosing not to, to make that important. If you're choosing to put a bunch of cash under your pillowcase, cause you're scared about the economy, then you're choosing not to be involved in the potential to earn interest and, and earn income and earn passive income. If you're choosing to stay in a job, cause you're scared of trying a new business or something else, you know, there's, and things could change at a moment's notice. And so there really are no guarantees in life. And uh, you got to love the the famous get busy living or get busy dying quote from the Shawshank Redemption. I don't think you've ever seen that movie, Shani, but uh, you got to love that. Get busy living or get busy dying because every day is passing us by. And at the end of our life, we want to be able to look back and say that we did some of the things that we wanted to do. We spent time with the people that we loved. We pursued the things that made us happy. We we built things. We created. We served others. That's definitely what makes life worth living. I want to. I want you to share that Steve Job thing, but really fast. Yeah, I have it right get, here. Before we get into that, um, I just had an opportunity, you know, to teach a young girl about how to how to like set goals for the future or get, get a vision. You know, we talked about vision boards and, and what do you want to do? What do you want to be? Like, sometimes that's really hard. And I think the hardest part for her was like figuring out, well, who, who is she, you know, who is she in the beginning? What are, what do all of the experiences she's had so far? Um, you know, how has that impacted who she is now? And then how does she, who she is get to where she wants to go? And as we started to draw this out on a paper, it was kind of like, you know, there's, there's her past and then there's like a bubble around her. And then I drew like this big, long road to up to her vision and what she, what some people call the North star or the house on the hill, you know, where do you want to be or where do you want to go? And the most 
interesting part when we were going through that, the most like aha moment that she had was just the very little tiny things that she can do today to just step foot on that road. It's not this like big change she has to make. It's just literally, you know, going for a 30 minute walk every day, just doing something that puts her on this path to this place she wants to go instead of just never stepping foot on it. So I know it feel it might feel like, oh, it just feels so daunting, but like, Maybe it's just, let's start putting, let's stop going out to eat once a week and put that money here so that we can, you know, that can, you know, help us get here. Or maybe it's, I'm going to get out out of bed early and start doing whatever. So I just feel like sometimes it feels so daunting to make these huge changes in life, but really it's just one little step at a time. And you and I experienced that through little sacrifices that we made to set ourselves up for a big change, like moving to an island. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Well, can we should we wrap up with sharing some of the uh the Steve Jobs uh thoughts? Let's do it. So, like I said, I I saw this video and then I, I did a little Google search and I guess there's a little they're not they're not quite sure I guess exactly, you know, it's not like he left a note behind, but they they kind of over the years and after Steve Jobs passed, uh, obviously he was the founder of Apple and worth, I think, $7 billion. And so, and he always had all these, you know, kind of great things to say that famous speech at uh, that, I think it was a Harvard or Stanford graduation. But anyway, there were just a few things that, that tie into what we've been talking about that are, that are just great from somebody who, you know, looking at him, had all the success, all the money. And then he dies of, I think it was pancreatic cancer at age 56. And these were some of the things he shared with his, with his family as he was on his, on his deathbed. Um, and I'll try to just paraphrase some of these things, but he says, at this moment, lying on my bed and recalling my life, I realized that all the recognition and wealth that I took so much pride in have paled and become meaningless in the face of death. You can employ someone to drive a car for you, make money for you, but you can't have someone bear your sickness for you. Material things lost can be found or replaced, but there's one thing that can never be found when it's lost, and that's life. Whichever stage of life you're in right now, with time, you will face the day when the curtain falls. Treasure love for your family, love for your spouse, love for your friends. Treat yourself well and cherish others. As we grow older and hopefully wiser, we realize that a 3000 or a $30 watch both tell the same time. That could be a $30,000 watch too. Expensive Rolex. You'll realize that your true inner happiness does not come from material things. Whether you fly first class or economy, if the plane goes down, you go down with it. I like that one. Therefore, I hope you realize when your mates, buddies, and old friends, brothers, and sisters who you chat with, laugh with, talk with, sing with, Talk about north, south, east, and west, or heaven and earth. That is true happiness. Don't educate your children to be rich. Educate them to be happy. So when they grow up, they will know the value of things and not the price. And that's, I mean, that captures so much of the way you and I feel, Shannon, and raising our kiddos to to know what's important, right? Um, Okay, a couple more things. 
eat your food. You're going to love this one, Shani. Eat your food as your medicine. Otherwise, you have to eat your medicine as your food. Yes, Steve. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, and we'll wrap it up with this. Um, The six best doctors in the world are sunlight, rest, exercise, diet, self-confidence, and friends. Maintain them in all mm-hmm. stages and enjoy a healthy life. So that's, that's all coming from a guy who was worth $7 billion, built Apple, had all the success, all the notoriety. We all know the name Steve Jobs. And, um, you know, in the end, it certainly wasn't the fame or success that was going to make a guy like that happy. It's obviously what he couldn't buy was his health and more time with his loved you ones. Know, I love that. And I think, you know, if we all really sat down in a quiet place or go on that walk, like we started this podcast and we talked about what do we really want from life? What do we, what will we wish we would have done when we're sitting on our deathbed at 90 something years old? We're not going to say like, I really wish I would have built just that giant house that has, you know, that seven car garage and like, maybe, maybe if it is to like, um, host your family, but most of us are going to have some sort of vision around experiences or some sort of vision around time with people we love. Um, it's going to look different. Like you and I, we, that's part of traveling for us. We just enjoy being away with our family and becoming closer for my parents. They really want to build onto their house right now to host more people in their home. You know, they just have a humble home and it's like so cozy and everybody wants to be there, but we're all growing. And that's their, that's their vision. That's their wish is this big room where they can host people. So it can look different for all of us. But I do think that like this, this life is just as big and beautiful as we make it. And we don't have to buy into it's not for me or I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm not capable enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. We, God is in our deep, the details of our life and he wants us happy as much as we want to be happy. It just is going to take a little courage on our part and um, a lot of faith that, that we, we deserve a life of happiness too. And there's nothing wrong with wealth. I think the Bible talks about earning wealth and, and the Steve Jobs thing is, you know, there was nothing wrong with him wanting to build Apple. And, you know, I hope everybody can make as much money as they want in this life. Nothing inherently wrong with pursuing wealth. It allows you to do a lot of good, but it's certainly not the end all be all. That shouldn't be the thing that we worship or pursue and forget about our health and forget about our family and forget about our happiness. It's, it's, there's going to be some neat experiences that come from money. And if you want a nice truck or you want to go on this golf trip, then those things are going to be fun and they're going to provide some of the experience of life. Uh, but anyway, we love that, that, uh, that little essay from Steve jobs there. Cause it just hits exactly what we were talking about. Well, what a great podcast. I feel like we bounced around a little bit, you know, we shared some opinions. Hopefully we shared some things that, you know, you listening can, can take away from this. And, uh, you know, we just want to, we just want to encourage you to, to pursue your dreams and to, and to with your family, do the things that you want to do. Because our experience over the last few years has been that you can do that. And we've been able to do that. And we're excited for what the future holds. And we're excited for, you know, just the new things that we're 
we're chasing down each day as a, as a family. That's not always easy, but that's what makes life worth living is we're doing it together. We're having some fun along the way and we're pursuing our goals. And uh, Shannon, I love you, sweetheart, cookie, angel, babe. Did you ever remember what your favorite term of endearment is that I call you? Oh, hey, is, it has some, it's something with cookie. <laughs> Shanny, Shanny, wait. It's not Shanny, babe. You do that sometimes. Um, cookie oh, crumble? No. No, you say. On my little or, sugar cookie? No. <laughs> I don't think we're going to come up with it. I think we're coming up with some new ones. We're going to have to wait for another podcast episode to drop. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to have to share it. I'm going to have to share it on my Instagram as soon as I remember it. As soon as you call it, call me it. I'll be like, oh, that was it. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Just to, just to wrap this all up, I think, I think um, you know, we, we did kind of bounce around today. Maybe you guys can feel that we are apart and we're not, we're not, we don't have the synergy of sitting next to each other and I'm ready for you to come home. But I think, <laughs> I think what we're really like when you get down to it, it's like, just keep dreaming. And simplify your life enough where you can make those dreams become a reality. And it it can look different for all of us, but um, you deserve to be happy. And you can create a life guided by your one and only maker that is full of joy and happiness. And we believe that. And we're cheering you guys on. Okay, that wraps it up. Thanks for listening. And... I love you, sweetheart. I'll see you soon. And we will see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye.